0: Hi, this is Annie Fox for Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Alden Mills, former U.S. Navy SEAL platoon commander, inventor of the perfect push-up, father of four boys, and the author of Be Unstoppable, the Eight Essential Actions to Succeed at Anything. Hello, Alden. Welcome to Family Confidential.
1: Thank you, Annie. It's great to be here today.
0: I'm so excited that you're here because kids and success, I mean, that's my thing. And I really enjoyed reading your book, Be Unstoppable, because a lot of kids really do get stopped along the way as they're, you know, striving to get something that they think they want a very short term goal or even the longer term goals. It seems for elementary school kids, middle school kids, high school kids, there are a lot of obstacles, and sometimes those are internal. Some of those are external. So I'm really happy to be talking to you today about goal setting. Um, The first thing I want to ask you is, how did you come up with this idea of being unstoppable?
1: The idea for the book came up when I was first a platoon commander on my first deployment, which means I go deploy for a six-month period of time as an independent warfighter back in 1995. And right before, literally the day before I was walking out to go on my deployment, my commanding officer pulled me aside and said, Hey, Melzy, you need to have your just-in-case letter. And I'm like, Well, what's that? And the idea behind it is – is, is you come back in one of two ways, carrying your shield or being on, on your shield. And if you do come back on your shield, i.e. in a coffin, then you wanted, the commanding officer wanted something more personal to present to loved ones other than just a flag. And my early just-in-case letters were pretty simple. It was to my mom and my dad and my brother. Simple things like telling them, hey, don't be sad for me. I died doing what I really loved telling my brother, I'm sorry I hit him in the head with a rock in third grade or broke his matchboxes. But as things got, as I started to get older and mature, and I was actually in the reserves at the time when I saw some of my teammates coming back on their shield, and I knew that when they were coming back on their shield, they that letter that they had to write also went to children. And that was about 2003 when a very close friend of mine came back on his shield. Shield and it made me start to ask the question of myself, what would my just in case letter be today? And that put me on a journey for just about 10 years now of what would be the single most important thing or what series of things would I tell my kids? Well, I ended up zoning in on one thing, and that was all about how to teach my kids not to give up. And I started digging into that more and realizing that, gee, it's Even though it's one thing, it's supported by about eight different actions. And how do you then tell all these different actions to children in particular? And I would think about it as I'd write to my 10-year-old son. How do I do it in such a way where they don't doze off? I have a hard enough time listening to a history lesson or not being entertained if a video game goes silent for 10 seconds. So it was my wife about three years ago said, you know, you ought to put this in a parable format. And that started the whole process.
0: I see. You know, stories are very engaging for people. And, and, I mean, we are, as a species, the lovers of stories. We go to the movies. and, And way, way back, we sat around campfires and... And people told us stories, and those stories were educational and evocative, and we could see ourselves in the heroes and heroines that were in the stories, and we learned from their journey. And, and that's what I appreciate a lot about your book. So, when talking about goals, you know, you probably remember a few years ago there was a big controversial parenting book called Tiger Mom. And at that time, um, I was asked to participate in a, um, an online debate, just one question. And the question was, is it okay for kids ever to quit an activity that they want to quit? And I chose to take the side. Yeah, it's okay. And the other person chose no, never. And tiger moms usually say it's never okay to quit. And I wanted to put that question to you. Um, yeah. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, I, I would probably fit in the middle and say, it's okay to pivot. And it, when, when I mean that, uh, not everything is right for every child. Uh, And I think at the end of the day, what you want to instill in the child is it's okay to fail. If they think of quitting as failure, but they think of failure as I'm learning from something, mm -hmm. then that's a really positive. Now, when I use the term pivot instead of quit, uh, you know, today's sports, I'm giving this as an example. I've got four boys. When they say to me at the beginning of a season, gee, dad, I really want to play lacrosse. And I know that they really love the equipment that comes with lacrosse. It's cool, isn't it? it? You know, I will tell them, great. We'll give you a week to discuss this, but look. Li- li- Let's make sure everybody understands what the commitment is here. They're asking us to do X number of weekends. You will have to go to these practices. It's going to cost us this much to do this program. Are you committed to doing this? i don't oh, yes,
0: care. Dad. Yes, 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 yes. Because I I'm 10 to- years old.
1: <laughs> okay. We are about to write this check. You will complete this season. And at the end of this season, so I won't accept – Oh, I don't like going to practice anymore because I'm bored with it. That's not an allowable – in my family, they're not allowed to quit during that commitment that we have made right. up. If they are at the end of that season, it's like, you know, Dad, boy, I didn't really like lacrosse, but I really like um, ball sports. Could I try baseball? Yes, you don't have to stay with lacrosse okay. and go on to be a Division One athlete. But I do put some guidelines into when they can quit and when they have to persevere when they've made a contract with me after I've – and their mother have laid out money to go do something.
0: Yeah, no, I love this. I love that you found a middle road. So, I mean, that is often what it is with parenting, isn't it? And it's yeah, either it or. And it certainly, There's no uh, rule yeah, to this. It's, it's often what it is with life. I mean, very few things are, you know – Black or white in such extremes, and yes, there are situations like that, but most of us live in a gray zone where, where things are negotiable. And, you know, for example, you and I had a commitment to record this at 11 o'clock and something came up and we shifted, we pivoted and we made it work now later. And that's fine. And I want kids to understand that. But I also really do appreciate your saying about the contract, you know, make a kid very aware of what the commitment entails. And let's spell it out. And you're gonna sign up there'll be ten weeks of this. And and it will not be okay for you to try to bow out of this before the ten weeks is up. I love it. That that makes sense to me. Yes. Okay. Got another question for you. So I love your 3D thing, your number two, your 3D. Um, And and if I I remember it right, it's... it's, uh, I have to check here. (laughs) Oh, yes. Define it. What is it I'm after? Okay? And the idea of dividing it, taking it into little chunks every day and daily do it. Do it meaning work towards your goal. Obviously, you can't accomplish anything if you're not making regular progress towards us. So I love this. And I want to say... What do you do when a kid says to you, um, this goal that I have, it's really, really big. I want to be a rich and famous pop star. And they are now 12 years old and they, they, that's it. Okay. Big, 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 big goal. Rich and famous pop star. And I'm not even going to set the parameters, but that's my goal, dad. Can you help me take this enormous dream and use it in your 3d method?
1: So the very first thing, and it's very interesting you bring that up. I have a a 10-year-old, about to be an 11-year-old boy, and he is clearly very involved with the media and he wants to be an actor. Um, He hasn't used the term rich and famous, but he assumes that all actors are rich and famous. And so when I take that, 3D approach to them, the very first thing is when we define it. Now, remember, that's chapter two. Chapter one is understand your why. So before I get to the 3D on that, I'll take them back to tell me why you want to be an actor. I think that's a... Wonderful idea let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it because I get to be different personalities. I like you know i I like the idea of performing in front of people, and will you still like that idea if you never make more than x dollars in a year? Well, what does that mean to him? Well, you'll never be on TV you'll never have a fancy car, but you get to do these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. oh you know I, I I thought everyone got an airplane when I got to be an actor or <laughs> you know, but those kinds of conversations happen. Mm-hmm. So when I get to the 3D, it's always first going back to saying, let's peel back this onion together to understand why do you want to do it? Is mm-hmm. it because you want to be rich? Well, what is it about rich that you like? Oh, I like the attention and I like gold. Like gold what? Well, I like gold watches. I like blah. You know, a lot of times they just kind of pile it all up there and think, yeah. gee, I really like that lifestyle. I want the lifestyle. It's okay to want the lifestyle, but let's talk about how we can get it and still be really good with the 50, you know no one gets all 52 cards of the deck so let's h- help figure out which cards you've got and how can we get you to where you want to go so before i get there it's always working on the why and then we'll break it down into okay acting step number one great hey there are these things called drama classes Let's get involved in a drama class. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to do something in summer camp? He's going to summer camp and we picked out drama for him for this summer. That's the first baby step. Let's look at some books. There's some acting books out there. Mm -hmm. Did you know that a lot of great actors out there? Hugh Jackman is a wonderful example I like to use. He is a dancer. He is a singer. Oh, gee, Dad, I don't know if I need to do all that kind of thing. Those are great elements of being an actor. Come on, let's learn these things. Mm-hmm. So that's how we start down that process.
0: Now, this all makes great sense. And I what I'm hearing you say, it's almost as if parent as um, reference librarian, you know, you're like a resource. You say, hey, did you know about this? Let's look into that. Let me help point you in this direction, which gets me right into another uh, realm where very accomplished parents often choose a goal for their kids and sometimes it's something they did very well in and they always as soon as they learned as a couple that they were pregnant they imagined that they would help their kid reach that same goal whatever it was for them in their high school or college career. Um, but sometimes it's, it's a goal that they failed. It's at a goal that they missed, that they wish they'd have an opportunity, maybe an injury cut something short. Um, who yes. knows what it is? But they want to then relive that opportunity through their children. And uh, this is a little bit of a loaded question because it's hard for me to hide how I feel about parents choosing sure. goals for their kids. But I'd love to hear what you have to say, Alden.
1: I can't tell you how many people have come up to me knowing that I'm a former Navy SEAL and that I went to the Naval Academy going so all four of your kids going to the Naval Academy are they all going to be SEALs and that's the absolute last thing that I would want any of my children to do unless one of them came to me if you came into my house there is no SEAL memorabilia anywhere you would never know that that's what I did for profession for 11 years but when I apply it to children, the same thing is true. The only thing that we put constant pressure on our boys to do is to do their best. And we, my, in my wife's opinion, is that one of the real important guardrails we can offer our children is the ability to get up after they failed and continue to swing at the plate. To continue to try, but to go after things on their uh, part-time because there are things they're not going to like, but they still have to do their best at it. Math, English, science. But to also give them on another guardrail all kinds of different experiences. So as they go through their young adult life, they can start to go, you know what, as a sport example, I really didn't like lacrosse, but, boy, water polo was a lot of fun because I love being in the water. Or, you know, I really like playing chess and I know I have to do a sport and I'm going to try sailing because that's three-dimensional. And so you start to work with each of the child and kind of create your own custom-tailored program of where they can succeed. And I just don't apply that rule at all. Like it's – I can't relive my glory days. I don't want them to be me. I want them to be them and I want them to take everything we've learned and slingshot themselves forward. And hopefully they won't learn – relearn all the mistakes i know every child's going to learn them but that's what we hope for
0: this is great what a great way to end i'm so glad to have had this opportunity to talk with you Alden. and um before we sign off i want to give you an opportunity to tell our listeners where they can find out more about the work that you do
1: uh, so they can go to be unstoppable with Alden they welcome to go to perfect online which is where I spend my day uh, really helping people take control of their bodies we're all about working on fitness as the first level of helping them succeed and they can certainly find uh, be unstoppable the book at perfect online or on Amazon
0: thank you again for your time and thank you for the great dad that you obviously are you know uh, I get a lot of email from kids who don't have a dad in their lives and your kids are very lucky
1: Thank you very much. It is a real pleasure. It's the highlight of my life to be a dad.
0: This is Annie Fox for Family Confidential. To learn more about my work with teens and parents, visit AnnieFox.com. And check out my book, Teaching Kids to Be Good People, Progressive Parenting for the 21st Century, available on Amazon in print and for Kindle. And tune in next time when my guest will be Richard Gold, founder of Pongo Teen Writing Project. Until then... Happy parenting.